Deeper Dive podcast, Catechism in the Catholic Church in a Year. Today is day number 242, and we begin with number 1822. Charity is a theological virtue by which we love God above all things for his own sake, and our neighbor as ourselves for the love of God. Jesus makes charity the new commandment. By loving his own to the end, he makes manifest the Father's love which he receives. By loving one another, the disciples imitate the love of Jesus which they themselves receive. Whence Jesus says, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. And again, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Fruit of the Spirit and fullness of the law, charity keeps the commandments of God and his Christ. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Christ died out of love for us while we were still enemies. The Lord asks us to love as he does, even our enemies, to make ourselves the neighbor of those farthest away, and to love children and the poor as Christ himself. The Apostle Paul has given an incomparable depiction of charity. Charity is patient and kind. Charity is not jealous or boastful. It is not arrogant or rude. Charity does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrong, but rejoices in the right. Charity bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. If I have not charity, says the apostle, I am nothing. Whatever my privilege, service, or even virtue, if I have not charity, I gain nothing. Charity is superior to all the virtues. It is the first of the theological virtues. So faith, hope, charity abide, these three. But the greatest of these is charity. The practice of all the virtues is animated and inspired by charity, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. It is the form of the virtues. It articulates and orders them among themselves. It is the source and the goal of their Christian practice. Charity upholds and purifies our human ability to love and raises it to the supernatural perfection of divine love. The practice of the mortal life animated by charity gives to the Christians, Christian the spiritual freedom of the children of God. He no longer stands before God as a slave in servile fear or as mercenary looking for wages but as a son responding to the love of him who first loved us. If we turn away from evil out of fear of punishment, we are the, in the position of slaves. If we pursue the enticement of wages, we resemble mercenaries. Finally, if we obey for the sake of the good itself and out of love of, for him who commands, we are in the position of children. Father Jack. Thanks, Bill. The virtue of charity is the greatest of all, as, as uh, St. Paul is, reminds us in 1 Corinthians. It's and you know the very simple explanation is it's the only one that endures. Right? We'll see all thi- you know the greatest are well, the virtues are not the ones that are directed towards man, uh, the, the cardinal virtues, but rather the ones directed towards God, the theological virtues that have in this both their object and their motive. Um, but we have no need for faith in heaven, for we will see all things as they truly are. We will have no hope 
for things in heaven, for we will already have attained them, but charity will never fail and it never tire of it. Um, and the great hymn of love, right? First Corinthians chapter 13 that uh, is said at maybe not every wedding, but at a large portion of weddings. Um, and there's a good reason for it. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, it kind of gets mocked a little bit. You can kind of say it mocking love is patient, love is kind, you know. Um, but the idea is, is it's actually one of the best expressions of, of how to understand wh- who we are to be as Christians, patient and kind, loving, without irritation or arrogance or rudeness, right? Um, doesn't become resentful or, or irritable and does not rejoice at wrongs, but rejoices in the right, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and adores all things. It's a wonder. It's a wonder if we live that out, um, what, what else would we have any desire for? We could truly love like we're called to love by God, and as God loves us, then then can you imagine all of the chaos, all of the problems of the world remaining? But you know, instead we uh, choose our own. We choose our own ways, and um, and the, the call of the Christian is to say, actually, what we we need to do is actually get back to that. <laughs> we need to get back to uh, God Himself, uh, because if we can do that, then then all is then all is right in the world. But we see that. What we see that we can't even really kind of fake it, right? We've seen that in the culture over the last couple of centuries of, of well, you know, people are still pretty just and they're still reasonably prudent or temperate or whatever. But, but if it doesn't, if it's not motivated by charity, then it then it turns to dust and it is corrupted very easily. Um, and so, on a practical level, it is the most important. But even on a on a greater of greater importance to us is what it does for us in the spiritual realm, in the in the spiritual life of, of moving us towards God and to understand what love of God and neighbor means. Uh, to love God is um, for His own sake, you know, is is the call of, of of the Christian, and it is gifted to us. Right, this is something we forget. As we think, oh, eventually I'll get to charity. No, 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 no. <laughs> you've had, you've had charity since your since your baptism. Uh, it's just a matter of do you want to cooperate with it. And the beauty of it is, we can kind of see, uh, well, as a, a you know well delineated, well described, um, false approaches to God by from Saint Basil, right? In 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 the last moment or the last uh, section of the Catechism that we just read. Um, this approach of him of uh, as either a slave, a mercenary, or as a child of God, and uh, we can go in fear, right? Uh, just so afraid of hell that we we don't want to actively do what he desires. <laughs> We're just hoping to kind of slide by, right? Think of the parable of the talents and the the one who who just buried it, right? Instead of trying to gain anything out of it, just was so afraid of the demand demanding master that. Um, that he just couldn't couldn't handle it and just froze, um, so we have that approach of, of the slave of the one who is who is scared. The second is the mercenary who kind of shows, yeah, like I I want to do the right thing, but I want to do it because you're going to give me a reward, right? Um, I think I don't know. I think we all we've all had friends like that, <laughs> or maybe not, um, or or we've had kind of the the coworker classmate who you know. Um, no, I like working with you. You always, you know, you always do the work, you know, or I like doing with you because, you know, because of you, I can do this or, you know, well, you're, you know, you've got a pool in your backyard, you know, whatever it is like, um, 
it, it's, it's, it's unfulfilling to have that kind of person around you. Well, well we can be that way with God. I'm, I am only good. I, you know, kind of that I'm hedging my bets. Um, what we find is is the fulfillment of what Christ came to show us, the fulfillment of the relationship of Yahweh to the people of Israel, which is God to his church now, is that we desire to to truly do his will because we are his children. That's what Christ comes for us for, and that's what charity really uh, fulfills is is to live in the reality of of our relationship with God, which is not as a servant or a mercenary, not to live just for the sake of of fearing hell or or gaining heaven, but truly to live appropriately because of the relationship, that intimate bond, uh, yeah, binding that God has uh, adopted us into His family, into being able to call. God Father, I, you know, one of the things that throws people off and during Mass that I think is one of the most appropriate lines we say is, uh, institute, uh, at the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, right? That we dare to say is, is striking, but it is, it's humbling, but also freeing to recognize we don't really have a right to call God Father. He has made it so. We sh- <laughs> the audacity of us, it's the Latin word is audemos. Um, the audacity to be able to proclaim God as Father is should strike us day after day. We shouldn't become complacent in this promise of Christ to say, like, you know, I'm your father, you are my child. No, this adoption into this family is a remarkable thing that's, that isn't done because of our worthiness or our greatness, but is done because God has gifted it to us through this virtue of charity.